and we named it after our star attraction. Shady nasties? Your dynasties, asshole. All right. Podcast. Um, one of our last podcasts now. This time it's the middle, middle of the championship. So this is the last one until next week we'll be crowning a champion. Um, of course, the two teams in the championship didn't want to join last week, don't want to join this week. So I guess I'm stuck talking to Kenny Sewell. Stop right there, James. I know what you're going to say. And yes, it is an honor to have me on. A former champion. Like, this is not something that happens every week. A champion-to-champion conversation? Mm, You're a lucky man. That's true. Thinking back at it, of all the podcast episodes I've done, Billy is a former champion. But when he joined, it wasn't just the two of us. He also joined with Tyler. Um, so is this the first time that I'm actually one-on-one with another champion? Like, is I mean, this I think it's appropriate here. I think it's appropriate as we're going to crown either recrown Billy or a new champion that two former champions are here talking about it. When you put it that way, I take back saying I'm stuck talking to you. It is an honor, my friend. How are you doing? I know it's an honor to talk to me. Thank you, James, for recognizing <laughs> it. I'm great. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh... So I'll, pre- I'll, I'll kind of preface everything here um, to the rest of the league. You know, we, we've, I've listened to some of the episodes, most of them, honestly. Um, and there were some really good ones. Everybody, you know, really dialed into fantasy and the league and stuff like that. Um, and I, I want everybody to know, I kind of checked out after week two. Um, I played in two fantasy leagues this year. Um, so um, I'm probably going to go really off the rails. I don't have, great analysis i don't have great stats um i probably don't have good insight i'm just gonna go with my gut it's and it's never failed me before except in all the draft picks recently <laughs> and and now i'm back to saying i'm stuck talking to you after hearing that. yeah so that's right <laughs> um well first you said you're in two leagues you were in three why, why are you not in a third league what happened um, I decided to drop out of that third league and spend some time with my family Shut and my the hobbies hell up. what really happened um, I won it and then I got bored with it and I decided that it just wasn't, no. So it was the league <laughs> that your brother is the commissioner of Andrew, uh, token, um, which I won in 2019. Um, one of the highest scoring teams to ever win that league. Um, and the seat last season, um, Andrew leveled the last place punishment after, I think it was even after the dues were paid, we decided on what it was. And I just straight up am not going to spend 24 hours at a Waffle House. I am a 36 year old man with limited amounts of time and not enough friends to eat the, help me eat the waffles. So couldn't happen. And so I got booted from uh, one of the Pensick leagues and um, I'm sure y'all miss me, but you know. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, the, Kenny, Kenny Waffles didn't even try. He didn't even go there and just lie to us and just, like, send a picture <laughs> from a Waffle House. Go with your family and then just lie to us. He, well, uh, <clears throat> I'm a man of integrity. You know, like, I set my line up every week. I, I, I'm not going to bullshit you, James. Now, you said you were the 2019 champion in that league. I forgot. So, not only is this champion to champion talking – 
but we're the only two people that have a championship in both those leagues. Well, three Billy too, but some of the people newer to the league, they probably think I'm a terrible fantasy player and they're right, but I have my moments. <laughs> yeah. But, but you occasionally luck into one here and there. Me and me and Bowie, we're either terrible or good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you listened to that episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, Sam sent me the Spotify metrics, and it did not get a lot of listener, listenership. We actually, since the season ended, the playoff episodes, people yeah. stopped listening as much because no, no one cares I, once they're eliminated. I think you got to make it concise. I think we got to – I think you got to wrap this up in like 30 minutes. Make them like quick hits that people can – can, then the, can that's to. what you and I will do. We'll start with a couple questions that were asked in the group me, basically all by Sam. Because Sam wants to know who Kenny really is. Everyone, no one else gives a shit about you, but Sam does. So um, we'll start with those questions. We'll do them rapid fire, and then we can get into the analysis and hopefully keep it closer to thirty minutes than an hour, like they've been. Yep. yep. Um, other people actually said the sweet spot's thirty to forty-five. So if we go over a little thirty, that's not the end of the world. But my question first, instead of jumping into Sam's, is how many beers have you had? Because I see you drinking there. And what um, this is there? this is my third. Um, it's a craft beer, um, Modelo. It's special. It's their special um, lager that they they put out in the market. So um, just a nice small regional craft beer. It's my it's my third of the day. Oh, Modelo. It sounds exotic. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, okay, so. Uh, before we get into Sam's questions, the last thing I want to say is, do you have any comments on the whole uh, burger sandwich thing without actually? No, I don't want to annoy it. everybody with it, but um, I'll say it again. I, I, you and I probably represent the most extreme wing of the burger is a standalone food item ideology. Um, I think um, I've heard a lot of deplorable takes that are not well thought out or backed. Um, a lot of people just willy-nilly labeling things based on their gut. Um, me, I'm a much more considerate man, uh, much more thoughtful about how I label food items. Um, and that's that. I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah, I, I was done talking about that in all the podcasts, and I think I am, but I knew someone as intelligent as you, someone who is correct. I had to, you know, I had to hear you say that they are absolutely are two yeah i mean i'm a smart guy james i think i read um i think i read a book in 2022 so you know <laughs> it's funny you say that you didn't read this book though. i didn't read your book now <laughs> and the book but, I'm told, i just held up that happened to be but, sitting on the desk next to me is tempest fugit available should, on amazon <laughs> we should have done this before christmas and plugged it and reminded everybody that like the last go. minute you have to, like give it to your friends and family <laughs> Hey, out of the $14.99 it sold for on Amazon, I get close to $5 worth of that for everyone sold. And you put it back into the league. I do put it back into the league. No, he doesn't. He doesn't put it back into the league. Actually, something was put back into the league. We have something new this year, um, and that's a trophy. So it's uh, the Bowie Bowl. It's a bowl trophy that's already had all the champions engraved on it. The little... um, and uh, a picture of an Asian man inside of a bowl. So <laughs> the Bowie I bowl. saw a sneak preview of it. It's a uh, it's a beauty. Um, really jealous it wasn't around back when I back when I won it. But um, I'm sure Tyler um, and uh, who else is it? Kevin. I think Kevin made it the championship, <laughs> didn't he? Tyler and Kevin. Um, I don't um, know if you're serious or you're just taking shots at Billy here. Uh, oh, Bi- oh, Billy's in. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I love that you, that you actually are serious there. So, 
but uh but yeah no um so so yeah we have a trophy for you guys which i know tyler will be excited because he actually is a regular listener billy isn't going to hear this for ever billy doesn't listen so no. we can talk a lot of shit about billy but now speed around with these questions um i'm going to start with the weirdest one first i wasn't even going to ask this i don't know why he thought of this would you rather have sex with your mother and your wife's body or your wife and your mother's body option b and i don't want to talk about it any further than that fair enough um okay give two ideas for team name themes next year Ooh. okay um how about football team non-american based professional football teams all right like which you team. used to be hamburg C token yeah or whatever. yeah yeah, every year I I, I picked a right. I picked a um, professional football team that was not American. Well, you learn you learn, you can learn a lot about how many weird um, um, football teams there are out there. Um, okay, so what's the other one? You said he said two th- team name theme ideas. Um, great philosophers. All right. I'm actually writing those down so I can put them into the the voting. I feel like we could get some good. Time. I feel like we could get some good puns. Yeah, the wheels are already turning in my head, but uh, but moving on, who is every team's WWE equivalent? I don't think I could do every team. I could do a, I could do a few people. Um, let's see here. Let's go look at the. So I was a fan. I was a fan of the wrestling back in the. Um, would that be like the late nineties? So most of my reference are going to come from that time. So James, you're easy. I think you're going to be Ric Flair. Um, you win a lot. Um, you're, you're a heel. Everybody loves to hate you. Um, but your methods are dirty. Um, you're, you're not above uh, taking a low blow, AKA swinging an unfair trade. Um, to get what you need. So you're definitely, definitely Ric Flair. Um, Teddy, I've got a good one for him. Everybody talks about how like young and exciting his team is. So he's the Hardy Boys. Um, Sam, who is a wrestler that... Dwayne Johnson. Never got... Anytime he got too close to a championship, he fluffed it. I don't know. I'd have to go look at the record books because nobody remembers those guys. So that's probably Sam's. Um... And then Billy, I think Billy's probably stone cold. Billy's he, Goldberg went to Georgia. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Let's give him Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. That's all. That's all I'm going to do off the top of my head. Okay. Now, um, as someone might have heard, that we have a caller, a guest calling in because they they want to hear your answer to this next question. Does it make you feel good to keep taking advantage of Sam and giving him trash quarterbacks, or does it make you feel like a big man? So it, it winning trades is a nice feeling. We can all agree. Doing it against Sam takes the fun out of it. Because I only want the best for him. And we always, whenever we do deals, it's they're, they're quick and we agree and um, very professional. I'm like dealing with you going back and forth uh, 14 times. Um, so, no, it doesn't make me feel like a big man taking advantage of, of Sam. Well, then I think. Uh... Let's talk about those trades for a minute, though. Um, okay, so Sam gave me a first round pick for Derek Carr. 
um, which was he was he was not great this year. Um, it was also a 2024 second swap in there, so it wasn't just a straight up. It was pick seven is what the first turned out to be. But I mean, you're projected higher second next year. So it, it helps Sam next year's draft. But yeah. So, yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good point. So there's that one. Um, what else did I trade you, Sam? Um, you gave me Cam Akers for Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Yeah. That I got something. I got something. He's put up a few points. And then like Sam what cut a- Ellinger, too. Yeah, he should have. Well, the, the worst part of that trade I think it was the Ellinger trade is I had to make room. So I, I gave you Heineke for free just to make mm. room. And I traded him to Billy, which helped Billy. And to be fair, Carr is the 15th ranked quarterback. He's decent. Mm-hmm. I had to make a playoff push. You know, it, it make it makes sense. You had to move. But, up. Uh, yeah, somebody, somebody was going to have to move up first to, if anybody wanted him. So, yeah. Yeah, he, he's decent. We, he got benched for Jarrett Stidham. So uh, decent. Eh. I will also say want this. to remind everybody, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to rub it in, but there was also the Allen Robinson trade we did a couple of seasons ago. That was that was supposed to be Sam traded me a first for Allen Robinson when he was still good, but and the it was supposed of, to be the move that put Sam over the top. It, it and was the bottom but, completely fell out. No, it actually that trade he got a second back. And you took Javante Williams with the first, and everyone was like, okay, Javante is going to be the next great thing. But he was hurt this year. Sam in yeah, the second sure. took Amon Ross St. Brown, who's worth oh, more than Javante Williams now. Oh, I love, yeah. So Sam got the most valuable piece oh, of that deal, did. and it was the second-round pick, wild card. I'm glad Amon you, Ross I'm, St. Brown's arguably a top-five dynasty receiver. I know. Dude, You, uh, I'm glad you know all this. This is uh, – this is, this is, that, that makes me feel better. Kenny, I'll tell you this. When we do trade, it is the most professional. It's Kenny sends me an offer. I give a counter. We meet a middle ground and we go. There's one counter and that's it every time. Very professional, business-like, no lube, no rape. It's just good business. We don't have crazy ideas about player valuations and all that. No, we're so Sam, It looks like you, you might've gotten raped a little bit on the ones this year, so... I, I, I was trying for the playoffs. I had to do what I could to make the playoffs. I was in the hunt. Mortgage the future. Whatever. Kenny's yeah. a good man. I'd rather give it to Kenny or Teddy. Good man, honest man. Why can't, Honestly. Why can't I take advantage of, like, James? He's like, too savvy. He is. He's, you know. Because he, he's never going to he's never gonna do a trade that he can't. He doesn't clearly win. Not necessarily. The, I did. I, I, we talked about this when Tyler was on that. I was the main reason for his trading that contributed to the beast that is Tyler. I overpaid for Stafford to win last year, and I did good. get my it's win. I got good. It's about time you start doing it instead of making hay on all this draft, all this draft capital you swindled people out of for like well, three or four years. And, and that's the thing, like, why I do agree with Sam. If you have a shot to win it, you have to kind of give up some future and you should go for it. Uh, you shouldn't. You know, if you if you think you can do it, and that's why I was trying to trade that number three pick even right before the playoffs. Uh, it turned into the number three pick, but I was trying to move it for some guys that could help me this year. Just couldn't work out a deal in the couple day window I had. But when you uh, when you look at Tyler's lineup, he had seven moves all year. He didn't have to make a move. His team is so stacked top to bottom. The only chance we have with Tyler is if he gets bored like Billy does, trade some first for Zamir White, just out of boredom, right? That's all there is. Is Tyler good? Is he – are we 
are we talking about him in the championship? Is that he's one of the championship teams, right? Oh, you want me to dive into it? I get a sheet. in a second. Tyler, I I do I shit on him a lot every week in this podcast. But the two th- the thing I'll give him credit for was in 2019 and 2020 back to back drafts. He got across those two drafts. He took Josh Jacobs, AJ Brown, um, and uh, uh, CD Lamb. And T. Higgins, he got those four players in two drafts back to back, and all four of those are elite players. I've heard of those players. Um, if you they get must be four good. elite players who are all still young, you know, like that, and that's why it takes anyone. I mean, Kenny, two good drafts in a row, and you could be in the championship. Um, oh, and that goes one. into Sam's. That segues into Sam's next question: Was who, um, if everything goes to plan, how soon do you think you realistically could compete for the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think it'd be two or three years. Um, I, I would need some some of the draft picks that haven't worked out to snap back um, into being valuable pieces. That would that would help. Yeah, two or two three years, um, easy. I think early this season it looked like Edward Solaire that could have been the case. The first couple of weeks he put up big points and then he's benched and he's worthless. I've now. had a lot of injuries. Yeah, a lot of a lot of at my strongest position. So that that didn't help either. So. Need some health, need some luck, and um, need to s- stop sucking at drafting. And although down the stretch, two, Dobbins, two, it's probably two years. Yeah, J.K. Two, Dobbins has been good down the stretch. He's finally in Javante. will come back next year. You'll be good at running back again. Yeah, next year. Yeah, we'll see if we can hit on some of these draft picks. So, who who do you think then has the best chance to pass you for the bottom next year? And this is the last question. Then we'll jump into actually talking. You know, the championship game. Yeah. So. Um, I'm thinking Ben, right? Because that's just the the, tr- the arrow is pointing down for him, right? Um, and he's not going to be able to stock up many pieces um, immediately. So I'm I'm Ben, right? I, I'm thinking he's going to compete compete at the bottom for me. On me. paper, um, I think his roster is already below yours. Um, you guys were he was two and eleven. You were one and twelve this year, and you got the first pick, and he got the third pick. Y'all were the bottom two. But just looking, you know, next year going into the season when both teams are healthy all the way, I think you've got pieces that just, you know, stack up nicely against his. I have a your, lot your of big thing is you need a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Mac what, Jones, I, Malik Willis, Kyle Trask, Drew Locke, you have not been hitting on your QBs. No. Um, and in a while a while back, I drafted Drew Locke in the first round. Um, that was not good. Um, so yeah, just, I'm a, I'm a terrible quarterback evaluator, it appears. But you got pieces at both running back and receiver. Drake Young, DJ Moore, and Devontae Smith are three solid receivers. I mean, Devontae Smith is the number 10 receiver right now. Mm-hmm. He's a top, top 10 receivers, 23 years old. And, you know, Drake London didn't get a ton of work that I expected this year, but he's, his ceiling's high and DJ Moore, we know what he can do. So you got good pieces at running back and receiver. Your quarterback is just quarterback. Producer. Don't don't forget Tom Brady's successor, Kyle Trask. I've been hey, holding on to him forever. That's going to be your star next year. Yeah. But now let's talk um, the championship. So who wants to who wants to jump in here? Since we got two guys on. All right, I'll take this. So I've got a sheet. There's a strategy here. We've got the ESPN projections, and then we've got the SAM projections. SAM projections, very similar, but I take into account who 
what was the points scored in their last matchup? We've got a lot of divisional games. So what did they do in the last matchup? What have they done historically over the last few years? And finally, what are their NFL standings? What teams care? So who's playing for something and who's not? Do you account for gut and grit in your formula? Uh, Only for white receivers. Okay, got it, got it, got it. (laughs) So like, so, like the NFL. so like the NFL. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Exactly. Anyone not vaccinated, grit. <laughs> so when I put the SAM rankings next to the ESPN rankings, 166, 166 after the first week, we're in a great place. When I put my rankings versus their rankings, I give Tyler 19 points more than what ESPN projects him and Billy only 10 more. So I have Tyler coming on top by four points. Um, the biggest difference, Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think is going to do very well. They're at New England. New England historically does very well on defense against division opponents, and they did well against Miami last time with Tua. Bridgewater, not great. Uh, Devontae, I think they're overprojecting that. We've got Jarrett Stidham. They don't really care. He's pissed off because the whole reason he went there was for his quarterback. Um, but what I did he say? Going get... from a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer? Doesn't know what he said when he signed there? Exactly. He could have made money anywhere. He could have made money and stayed in Green Bay. He went there to be with his Fresno State buddy. He's gone. They're not really playing for much. San Fran's got a good D. I, I don't think Devontae puts up. Wow, they're only projecting him 14. I still think it's less than that. I think the Jags D goes wild against Houston. Um, the big difference is Tyler. I think T Higgins goes off. I think CD lamb tonight, which I haven't checked it. And I think the Cowboys see what a Homer. I think those are the, the big differences. Um, the only thing I think is overstated on Tyler's end is McCaffrey. I think they've got a big lead. Maybe they don't risk injury. It, you're seeing people get sat in week 17, not just week 18. There's a lot of people being held out this week. So I, the biggest factor in mine and the difference of ESPNs, I think, is the is the NFL standings. I think people are going to get their workloads really, really reduced on some of these teams that have it locked up. Like, uh, have the Chargers locked up yet? Yes, they clinched a spot, but they're still so, playing for seeding. Okay, yep. so they've got Eckler at like fifteen point one. It's like I could see him not getting getting his usual amount of work, even. Yeah. I also have two things I want to say to Sam. And one, you said week one, you said 166 to 166, but that wasn't the case. I think it was it was 166 to 150. Billy was up 16 yep. after week one. So Okay, yep. And uh, the other thing is just an update that as of right now, C.D. Lamb is 8.7 for Tyler. The Cowboys D is 11. And uh, for Billy, between uh, the Cowboys kicker and coach, he has four points so far. So Tyler is currently up 172 to 170. Okay. And what was first week? It was? It was um, 164, 170. 166 to 150. 166. He had a 16 and a half point lead. But um, Tyler also gets the three point bump. So if you put that on on week one. The, um, then it's a 13 and a half point lead. It's going to be close. And I had Tyler eight and a half points up on Billy with that home field advantage. Billy's got the 15 point. So yeah, I think very close Tyler by four. 
that's that's the same schedule. I, I will say last week, Bowie and I both um, both said we would have started James Conner over Jarek McKinnon, and James Conner scored 21.5 points. So that would have really helped Billy right there. But, you know, he Billy's got to trust his gut. Um, anyway, back to you guys for more analysis, or, was, or were you done, Sam? No, I think the big game in this one, we've got Dalvin, Jefferson, and Kirk Cousins across the teams playing. Green Bay's hot. It's in Green Bay, and they're playing for something. Vikings, I I think uh, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin are going to put below projections. Justin Jefferson's always going to put up 20. I just That's just what he does. So I think that's the game to watch for these guys, but... No, I mean, these teams are both so stacked. You Last point, when did Tyler take A.J. Brown? What year are we talking, 2019? Um, Second-round pick, I think. Yeah, that was 2019. He had the second pick, and he took Jacobs as second overall and A.J. Brown second of the second round. So great draft. Jacobs was a no-brainer. A.J. Brown, great. Paris Campbell, not bad for a third round. But C.D. Lamb, Homer, great pick. Other than that, he's kind of missed. T. Higgins Arlen's, was a great pick. Evans, Palmer. I mean, no. He, 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 I'll, give, I'll give Tyler Meanwhile, credit. Lance. Lance hasn't done anything yet. but the uh, And then Gainwell wasn't a great pick in the next draft. They took... Josh Palmer's good for a third-round pick, and Pratt Fryermuth was very good for a third-round pick. Very good. But Billy's Billy's been <laughs> lights out drafting. Mm-hmm. Billy, 2022, this past one, Tyler just got David Bell, who I don't think ever plays played this year. I like I, I get it, though. I like to pick. But Billy has been lights out drafting. Tyler had some good drafts. The, people, the people are saying Billy is a prolific evaluator of talent. That's That's <laughs> what the word on the street is. And, yeah. and really what it takes in this league is two or three good drafts. If you can have two or three good drafts in a row, you're set up for a long time. That's what happened to me. I had a couple good drafts in a row a long time ago. Um, and Billy's had, had after that, had a couple good drafts in a row. Most people aren't hitting on multiple in a row. You just space them out. A couple good here, a couple good there. But a couple in a row is what it takes. That'll set you to the top. Yep. Jefferson in the second, Antonio Gibson. Then we have Waddle, Ramonde Stevenson. Yeah, Billy. Billy's had some good drafts. Now, and then I you will have, say, and then you have, then idiots. he had Chubb and Allen. And then you have idiots like me taking Clyde Edwards Hilaire um, before Justin Herbert. That one still stings. To be fair, I actually, looking back, I have my old boards. I had Clyde Edwards-Lair number two on my board behind Joe Burrow that year. Um, and so I, I would have done the same thing in that position. Like it, it Now, I also would have taken Joe Burrow one instead of Tua. Um, but, uh, but yeah, look, I, I have all my old boards. It's fun to look back at them. To be fair, there's – a lot of luck in it, right? None of us are watching film. None of us are watching tape. We're all just kind of looking at opportunity and talent and picking the right guy. That's wait. That's you didn't why... think Josh Allen was going to be the best player in the NFL? That's crazy. <laughs> we all did. 
Yeah. If only yeah, I uh, was not a fan of his. If only Dwayne Haskins had a few more years, he was there. But was you, there. unfortunately, you are, Andrew drafted him. You're kind of sucking Billy's curved dick here about his draft. Um, but uh, he has had more luck in the lottery than any team. And it's it's absurd. Billy made, has made the playoffs a lot. I'll give him credit. But on the years he doesn't, his average jump is like a four-spot jump. He's never like had a jump below that. He has had – every time he's been in the lottery, he has had historically lucky – like the year he got Justin Jefferson. Billy was the top team to miss the playoffs. Um, he had already traded away his first or, you know, a previous season. So in the second, he should have been picking in the spot that, like, Van Jefferson went. But he jumped five spots and got Justin Jefferson. So without the lottery, I mean, anyone would have taken Justin Jefferson. In fact, I was actually trying to trade up for Justin Jefferson for multiple picks that time and couldn't believe Andrew passed on him, Kevin passed on him, Jonathan passed on him, and Keenan passed on him. But uh, um, but he just kind of fell into Billy's lucky jump there. Also, What's... to be – go ahead, Ken. I was going to say, how did Tyler construct his roster? I, I, I can go back and look he, at the draft. He jumped here. on the trade fest, got Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Justin Herbert in a trade fest. He drafted Jacobs, who is a league winner this year. He had McCaffrey already. He took Brown. Tyler told he took me he took was out of the trying to trade Josh Jacobs last year. He he and I, I, I made him an offer for Josh Jacobs last year, and he, he wanted a first, and I wouldn't do it. Um, because Josh Jacobs was, they didn't pick up his option. He was not a very efficient back. Like he yep. wasn't worth a first. This came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. He's a yeah, Tyler winner. took luck out of the out of the equation, you know. And I've been I've been relying on luck, and Tyler's out here just not not letting it happen, man. He's trading he's trade trading assets for proven assets. And to be fair, c- congrats to him for being here. You know. Yeah, but you it, there's a lot of luck because you've got years like. 2018 you had Saquon right like Trevor Lawrence it seems like it's going to be that guy Brees Hall but most years the the top three or four picks are kind of trash like it's usually like 2018 Saquon (laughs) Baker Mayfield Rashad Penny Sam Darnold Royce Freeman you don't get good until you get down to what is that 10 9 you get Lamar Jackson Calvin Ridley hey put some respect on Royce Freeman the next year, you don't get good until the second round. AJ Brown, Hawkinson, Metcalf. The year before, like we've got some decent players, but people put way too much emphasis on I need the number two pick instead of the number eight pick. The number eight pick pans out almost just as much. I think uh, there's a lot of luck that goes into it. Uh, Kenny, you're on the shit end of the stick sometimes. I don't. None of us are watching film. It's not like we're just that much better at evaluating talent. Don't tell me how I spend my weekends. <laughs> Fly we, we fishing. Know, spent, and... Yeah, fishing and drinking. <laughs> I'm, gr- I'm grinding film while I'm out on the river. Fly fishing, yeah. That's why you like uh, fishing. It's the only sport you can watch film. That's true. Now, this, just for, um, so y'all can see, this is the team that Tyler inherited when he took over. This is what Matt Biddy had his last year. Um, so Christian McCaffrey, you know, I think Javi drafted. Matt Stafford, he turned into draft capital not a lot of talent here christian kirk came out of nowhere this season but other than that like he's completely turned the team over so i do have to give him some credit i hate the tanking uh i really do but 
you know, he, he has drafted well and give credit where credit is due. Was, this is not was a strong Tyler, Was he the one that traded Stafford for a couple firsts or did yeah, Stafford to, to you for a couple firsts? Okay. McCaffrey's Which led there. to my championship. It, you know, it's the same thing we talked about on the pod a couple a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, that it's the same thing as Stafford getting traded in real life. You know, the both teams, the Lions and Rams, would redo that in a heartbeat. The Lions got are going to get a top five pick from it this year. The Rams got a Super Bowl, and you can't take that away. You know. Yeah, I, I think the the one thing that looking at the draft history is James has the idea. You just take the best player. So many times early in the league, people just went quarterback and they miss great players. And then people will have AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, but they decide to go running back and take Daryl Henderson or Darwin Thompson or something. Just take the best player, figure it out later. I think is the moral of the story. I'll try. I can't promise. I won't, I won't screw it up on draft day. The pressure. (laughs) Uh, oh man! I'll take I'll take Will Levis at, at one. There you go. Now, um, now Sam gave his kind of opinion and thoughts on the matchup. What do you think, Kenny? Do you have anything you wanted to add about Billy versus Tyler in this specific game? No. Um, congrats to both guys for an amazing season. But um, yeah, I think Sam pretty much he he came with uh, good analysis, and um, I'm just looking at the matchups here, and even with Billy having that slight points advantage um it's gonna be close so um, now we had to get sam on because you said you were you weren't going to be given a lot of detailed analysis there uh, but with sam on i have to give him a shout out because earlier i did mention that we added a trophy um this year and it's actually sam was the one who made the trophy and gave it to me as a christmas present so <laughs> so sam I'll, I'll go bring the trophy so it's on camera but you want to talk about it yeah, so uh, we have another league we're in. I whittled one out of out of cedar and stained it, and it's too much work. So I just bought this one for this league. Um, I think that I, th- I think the method is you get it shipped to you when you win. Oh God, I'll get there. You get it shipped to you when you win, and then the next season, the defending champion pays to ship it to the new champion. It's going to be somewhere like twenty bucks. So like fuck off i'll send you your your pad to put on so to to describe it to the audio listeners out there we got a base with all the champions plaques on there i spelled one of billy's wrong i'm not going to say if it was intentional or not um (laughs) and and then on top there's a cup we named it the buoy bowl because suck it buoy and then on the inside of this giant cup i printed off a linkedin picture of alexander buoy and lacquered it in there so that we can still drink beer out of it great picture it's a great picture so professional so so chris yes great it's great great picture problem is i haven't seen Bowie in a decade i assumed he got fat (laughs) i went to link i went to linkedin i found alexander Bowie, an engineer in houston i was like this is the fucking guy so i printed him off and i lacquered his face in there and James has since told me that it's some random Asian guy and it's not Alex Bowie in the slide. <laughs> so it is Alex Bowie, but it's not the Bowie either way. Like you guys get the fucking picture. Obviously uh, we're keeping it. Cause that is so freaking funny. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. racist asshole. 
It's not supposed to be racist. But uh, the champion has to drink out of it. James, pour a beer in there this weekend. Give it one last sip before you. Yep. Since I'm, st- I'm still the champion, I'm I'm gonna break this in and drink out of it. But I think it's not just on the previous champion to be responsible to mail it, which they should be. But the previous champion should also buy a beer for the next champion, their first beer that they drink out of it. So, Billy, yep. if you win, I will have this shipped out to Vegas. And you call me or text me when you get it, and I will. I don't know, whatever alcohol delivery service or whatever, I will buy you a beer to drink out of it. Tyler, it'll be a lot easier if you win because then we'll just meet up and uh, and I'll pour a beer in it for you and you can drink it. So Now, James, if Billy wins, you put a yingling in the box and ship it to him. They don't have yingling in Vegas. That's fair. It's the official sponsor. Well, B- Billy, <laughs> Billy's getting this uh, exotic beer that Kenny's been drinking tonight. Modelo. Oh, God. <laughs> we... Should we reach out to Alexander Bowie and let him know that our trophy's named after him? 100%. The Bowie Bowl? <laughs> Please don't show him the picture. He's going to come off really racist. Oh, this Bowie. We're going to reach no, out to I, this No, Bowie. I mean the, the Alexander Bowie, not yeah, Alexander Bowie. This Bowie. Oh, Alexander. <laughs> yeah. That's going to just be weird. Let's let Billy do it. Yeah. He'll know how to break the news. He's good. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Just looking at this trophy, I can't stop laughing. That's hilarious. Just some random Asian dude named well, Alex well, Bowie. Well done, Sam. Thank you for thank I, you for making the league a little bit better. The worst part is, like, I uh, I knew it wasn't him the whole time. I just assumed he got really fat in like the last ten years. And uh, I wrapped it up for Christmas, and we're sitting there at my parents' house waiting to open gifts. And I pulled it up on LinkedIn. I was like, Hey, James, by the way, like, is this Alex Bowie? He's like. Fuck no, that's just some Asian guy. What are you talking about? I was like, oh shit, this is gonna turn out poorly. <laughs> but it is, it is an Alex Bowie. So it's uh <laughs> the Bowie Cup, the Bowie Bowl. And there's room so it, for a lot more uh names on here. We got six we on one 30, side, which also has the title, then eight on the other three sides. So we're gonna have this trophy. 24, thir- so you're gonna have 30 names on there. I uh I will ship a plaque. My, my neighbor engraves them. I'll ship your little sticky plaque to you. When you win, you can stick your own name on there. Um, Kenny, you're on there. Congrats. James is on there like nine times. <laughs> but uh, Kenny, got a question for you. I don't know if this yeah. was covered before I joined. Uh, looking for theme ideas for next year's team naming. We covered it. We, covered we did it. cover, yeah. but... But Kenny, let's hear two more then. He said uh, non-American based football teams and great philosophers. Uh, non-American 90s professional, based. 90s professional wrestlers. Um, 90s baseball players. Can All right, let's back this up. I feel like wrestling in the 90s was like the shit. Sure. But the Pensix weren't allowed to watch wrestling. Like I don't even think mm. we had cable. You were a so, God-fearing household. We, we got cable when I, I we were when I was in middle school. Sam was probably in high school at that point. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking the the people that watched wrestling. I'm gonna say Keenan was into it. Keenan's Keenan's still into it. Okay. All right. Fair. I know Kenny. I'm gonna say Teddy was into it. I'm gonna guess Tyler was a big like NWA Wolfpack guy. Hmm. You, you, you think yeah. he rooted for the? You think he was a, a heel, uh, a fan of the heels? I don't know how to answer I, that question because I don't know what that means. Bad guys, <laughs> heels are bad. Heels are bad guys. They're, yeah, 
they, they I get just a lot remember of attention. the kids that wore jinkos to school used to wear like wolf pack shirts. So I assume <laughs> they were badass. <laughs> um, okay. Did you answer the fuck your mother he, or wife? He, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to listen, Sam. You'll have to listen I had to the mull podcast. It. I, had to, I, had to mull, I had to mull it over and it, it sent me down some, some, some okay. roots I didn't. So, really want to explore on a Thursday. <laughs> well, what's your answer to that one, Sam? Um, I think B is the clear answer. Well, if Sam thinks it B. over, it's yeah, I think B. B is. I think B is like the obvious. What's B? It looks like your wife. Fuck, yeah, fuck your wife. That's what I just said. That's a weird Wait, question. What? It is a weird question. It's an unanswerable question. That's why I ask it. It's not a hamburger. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. So we've covered all the questions. We've covered the analysis. Uh, the episode is shit, 30 minutes right now. We're not one of these hour long ones. So anything else you guys want to talk about or just cut it right there? I'll drop off, but I do have to say one thing. The world needed Billy V. Tyler. Everyone mm-hmm. loves an, an underdog story, right? Like we all want to see it, but it, in the end, Tyler and Billy were the best teams. Like they both deserved it. However, they got there, however, shysty, lucky, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Those were the two teams. Like James, I think you were 170 points back in third, and then Keenan was 500 points back, whatever. But How they far were back within was five I? points. Um, Oh, God. You got doubled, let's say. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you almost did, my friend. The crawl, I got but, doubled uh, in the crawl space. Also, I also think that Billy with playoff wins has passed me for all-time wins. Unless, James, you haven't updated this for I haven't updated it yet, but the um, those um, game results... Right there, or is that which tab are you looking at? The owner stats, last owner tab. stats. I think that might just be regular. See, C- oh, yeah, regular season, yep. right there. There's regular, but he's got eight. It looks like eight playoff wins. I've been to the playoffs more than anybody but you five times, and I've never won a playoff game. I haven't Billy's even updated been- this playoff part, too. So, Billy made the playoffs this time, so he's tied you. He's at five appearances, you're at five appearances, and five finals appearances. So they uh, they both deserve it. We want to see Dave or Goliath and Goliath. So, absolutely. Whoever whoever wins, whatever they both deserved it. Um, I'm ready for like three years when the league flips a little. Kenny, don't fuck it up, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a basket you should put all your eggs in, is Kenny. So, although he he did point out that he's got a championship too, so. Tyler could be welcome to this club, or Billy's already in the club. Sam, maybe one day. You keep after it, buddy. You'll get one. <laughs> All right, sport. You got yeah. it, champ. <laughs> oh. um, okay. Well, anything else either of y'all want to talk about? Or you guys want, are we good? I think we're good. I think we covered it. Well, then, next episode after this will be with a champion. So let's, it's exciting. Well, that's all. Uh, See how this weekend plays out. Lit. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Let's get a second buoy. And this time, you want to direct it towards towards this buoy, towards Alexander buoy? 
fuck that guy. <laughs> there's only there's only one engineer in Houston, and it's not you. <laughs> Does this guy even have a PhD in engineering? Come on, did you look at his LinkedIn? You know what? Oh, hold on. I didn't actually look much further. I just saw engineer in Houston and an Asian guy, which again is coming off really racist when I say it out loud. <laughs> hold on, Alexander Bowie, software engineer. Hey, yeah, this is definitely not the right Bowie. <laughs> He's not an air and greenhouse gas emissions expert at Chevron, because that would be the right thing. He went to Houston Community College for pre-pharmacy studies. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So anyway, real buoy, I'm sorry. Fake buoy, like you've been immortalized. So God bless you. And uh, A for effort. Yeah, we'll get a suck it buoy. All right. Suck it buoy. Suck it buoy. Bye, gentlemen. Bye. Bye.